Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is uh, me. Yeah, boy. <coughs> Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. I got Wean Dog at the end of the couch under the blanket. Sadie Dog is in the cage. The cage door is open. She just likes to go in there on her own. No idea where the cats are. I don't see them. I'm not getting up to go look for them. Fuck those cats. <coughs> Fuck them cats. <coughs> Fuck them cats. <sighs> uh, but anyway, how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it good? Was it fun? Was it exciting? Oh my God. Oh my God, Becky. I hope it was. Why? Because today is Monday, February 5th, 2020. Quattro. Quattro. <laughs> Hopefully it was a good day at work, good day at school, good day doing whatever the fuck you do on a motherfucking Monday. If it wasn't good, have a beer, go to bed, wake up, and tomorrow is Tuesday. Now, I... Um, I would like to apologize again to everybody who listens to this podcast. The last uh, several days, I don't think it's been quite a week, maybe five days or so. The podcast has been very spotty, very hit and miss. When I've done the podcast, it's been a short podcast, uh, and I would like to apologize. Uh, I have been under the weather. I have been feeling... Uh, the, the clinical term is poopy caca. I don't know if you guys know that or not. I don't mean to, I don't want to talk above you, but the clinical term is poopy caca. And that's how I've been feeling. Saturday, Saturday, I went and I got myself tested. I wandered down to my local Walgreens and I said, Hey, I feel like poopy caca. Let's, uh, let, let, let's get tested. What do you got? And they tested me for COVID, and they tested me for the flu. Now, I will tell you guys, I did not feel like I had COVID, right? I, I, don't, I didn't feel like I had it. The one and only time I did feel like I had it was back when COVID was starting. And uh, I, had, uh, I had a fever. I had the chills. I had the aches. Uh, I had all, pretty much all the symptoms other than not being able to smell. I never lost my sense of smell. And I got tested twice, and both times it came back negative. And I'm like going, well, what the fuck do I have? Uh, Jamie can testify to that. She was good enough to drive me around. That was back when you had to go to like a fucking, what is it, FEMA? FEMA tent and uh, these people came out wearing their uh, nuclear blast suit and they were shoving Q-tip up into your brain. Do you guys remember that shit? Did that. It was was on fun. On fun. Negative both times. I was like, okay, I don't know. But I'm like, fuck, I don't know, maybe I got COVID and I don't realize I got COVID. Does it, does it matter if I do or not? I don't know if it, it really matters. Other than like, well, hey, you, you got COVID. Now go home and suffer. Fuck. So I went and I did it. <laughs> Excuse me. I went and I did it. And um, like a half hour later, they send you an email. And guess what, everybody? Guess what? I was uh, COVID free. I, I was negative for COVID. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Well, then surely I must have the flu. And they test you for two strains of flu, and both of those came back negative. So I'm like, "Fuck, what do I got?" And apparently, the answer to that is uh, AIDS. <laughs> I got that cold AIDS. I got CADES, everybody. CADES. <laughs> I just have a real awful head cold, I guess. Uh, but I've, I've had, I've had several people reach out to me and say that they are kind of dealing with the same thing that I am of, uh, I've had this thing for approximately 
a week or so. And uh, they've all been like, yeah, I had this thing for like 10 days or whatever. And I'm like, ah, fuck. So, um, so I've been, I've been in and out. There's been a lot of sleeping. Uh, there have been several days where I've gone to bed at like six. And the majority of the day when I was awake, I was still like on the couch sleeping, doing nothing. Uh, so, uh, real, real poopy caca. And so I'd like to apologize. I don't think I podcasted Thursday and I did miss a couple Patreon episodes this weekend. I did, I did Patreon yesterday. Uh, I, I was, so I'd like to apologize. I'd like to apologize to the, the free listeners only because it's like a schedule and only because I podcast Mondays and Thursdays. So it's, a, it's very important to me to kind of keep to that schedule. I feel like it's very easy for people to kind of drift away and forget about a podcast. Like if you're not podcasting on the regular, keeping to that schedule. And I, uh, I realize my listenership is pretty small, six. I can't afford to lose any of you, right? If So if I lose one of you, that's like uh, 25% of my listenership. I can't afford that. It's catastrophic. So uh, I apologize to you. And then I apologize to the Patreon subscribers because they fucking pay. They pay for this shit. Can you imagine that? They fucking pay. I don't know. Why Why would anyone fucking pay? But I have conned uh, people into giving me five bucks a month. And so I would like to apologize to them. Uh, no refunds, though. No no fucking refunds. You're not. You're not getting your money back. Fuck you. The money has already been spent. I can't give you back what's already gone. I spent it on uh, a humidifier. I bought a, a VIX. I guess technically they're calling it a vaporizer. Is there a difference between a vaporizer and a humidifier? I'm not sure. That's kind of like, is there a difference between a chickpea and a garbanzo bean? Is there a difference between a yam and a sweet potato? I imagine there is, but it's probably pretty minimal. Anyway, you're not getting your money back. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, if you're new to the podcast, I would like to apologize to you uh, for being eight minutes into a podcast and you're like, why is this guy just apologizing? What kind of fucking simp podcast is this? What kind of cuckerific podcast is this that the host just apologizes to everybody and everybody who's listening is like, he didn't need to apologize for shit. He's sick. We all get sick every now and then. Fuck. Get your shit together, host, who we don't even know. So uh, I'm, I'm Stu McAllister, the host of this podcast. I was a comedian for a long time, a social worker for a longer time. And uh, now I make mistakes. And the mistake I make is I work for the West Michigan Whitecaps and I deliver Dippin' Dot ice cream all over the great state of Michigan. I've been working my ass off, everybody. I worked easily over 60 hours last week. Today, thank God, was not a hard day. It was the Battle Creek route. If you're unaware, I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And uh, as I think I mentioned, uh, our territory, as the franchisee, our territory is the state of Michigan. If you've got Dippin' Dots in the state of Michigan, more than likely, I would probably say 99% of the time, uh, I, I will have been there at least once. So uh, we're I did the Battle Creek route. Tell you, the Battle Creek route is a very easy route, very simple route, not a big deal. Uh, the issue for me right off the bat is my van had some problems on Saturday. I had to work Saturday. The backup camera on the van took a shit. It just stopped working all of a sudden. Now, uh, I drive a van that's the same size as like an Amazon van. I use that for reference so you guys know. So even with the side mirrors and everything, you still need that backup camera because you can't see what's directly behind you, right? There could be a child a fucking animal of some kind or whatever and fuck you can't you can't back up like that and so you know i told 
the boss's boss. The boss's boss is like an amateur mechanic, which is fine. But the problem is he can then fuck up the van, and he did that to another van. He was he did something to the the, the wheel bearings the other day, and he fucking forgot to put a bolt back in or something. So the fucking the van went to shit. Thank God it wasn't my van, but it really makes me go, I don't want you fucking touching this van, you fucking weirdo. I understand that you're trying to save the company some money, but in the process, you end up costing the company more money because you fucked up, right? Like, you guys know how you might have a body who's an amateur, whatever, electrician, plumber, carpenter, whatever, and they might kind of know what the fuck they're doing, but then when you have them come over and do shit for you, it takes something that probably would be like an hour-long project for someone who knew what they were doing. And it takes them fucking weeks. And it ends up costing you more money than you'd want to pay because they fucking don't know what the fuck they're doing. That's how I feel a good portion of the time. But I told them, because again, this is what they're going to do. And the motherfucker, he didn't fix it. It wasn't fucking fixed. Now, I, I'm understanding that. You know, it's 48 hours. Uh, you know, I, I, maybe he couldn't figure it out or whatever. But the, the problem is he never fucking, he didn't tell me. He didn't tell my boss. I had no fucking clue if he even came and looked at it. So I just, I'm like, what the fuck? That's the problem with my job is there's lack of communication. The, I don't know if where you work, if you have problems with your boss, your supervisor, your, your coworkers, communication is shit. Sometimes I feel like you have one person to tell. And this is where I've had numerous problems with many of the places I work. You have one person to tell, and it's me, and you don't fucking tell me, you dumb shit. The fuck? <laughs> so he didn't fix it. There were problems with a lot of my, one of my headlights went out. I had some taillights that went out. I was like, God damn this. I don't know if it's because of shit he did or didn't do, or if it's just coincidental or what, but I had to. I stopped in at a fucking auto supply store today, and I was like, I'm buying all the light bulbs. Whatever light bulbs you got, I'm buying them. Fuck, give them all to me. It's better to have spares than none. So when I got back today, I just texted the boss's boss, and I was like, hey, the van's back if you want to take a peek at it. And I bought all these fucking light bulbs. So if you're taking a peek at it, do these fucking light bulbs too. Otherwise, I guess I'll fucking attempt to do it tomorrow. I probably can't do any worse than you, you fuck. You fuck, you filthy fuck. When I was going, and today, today, um, discovered something. Um, one, of, one of the deals with us delivering Dippin' Dots is we provide spoons for our customers. We, we, have, a, we have boxes of a thousand pre-packed spoons. And we give them to our customers for free now i feel like a lot of our customers take advantage of this like they don't they're not using all these spoons for dip and dot purposes they're they're going to other things right because i'll give a box to somebody and then like a month later they're asking for another box and i'm like hey i've only sold you like three cases and so that would be approximately 75 fucking dipping Dot packages, and now you're asking for another box of spoons? Fuck off. Um, but the issue now becomes our, our company, we're trying to cut costs, and so we no longer want to give spoons for free. So we're going um, from zero to $18. I have no idea where that number came from, everybody. I, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know. I don't know if that's how much it costs us or if we, we get them for 12 and now we're selling them for 18. I don't know. But I do believe uh, that a lot of people are going to stop asking for spoons. I don't see a gas station going, yeah, we'll spend $18 for fucking something that we give away for free. Uh, I don't see that happening. My suggestion from the beginning when they were talking about all this cost-cutting stuff was stop giving out spoons, period. I've never understood why we give spoons for free. I don't understand it. 
I've never understood it. I don't get it. Uh, I'll tell you this. I don't eat the Dippin' Dots with the spoon. I never have. It's just, if you don't know what it looks like, it looks like a, a, a Capri Sun package. You just rip open the top, and then I just dump dump them in my mouth like a fucking savage. I don't, I don't use a spoon. I've never used a spoon. I don't want to use a spoon. I think it's pretty wasteful to use a spoon. It's not for me. Right? So I've, I've never understood that why we give out spoons. Name me another ice cream company that gives out spoons. None. The answer is none. I've never seen it. I don't think I ever will. The only time I think I ever saw a spoon that came with ice cream was when I was a kid and you'd get like little cups of, of ice cream. It was like chocolate or strawberry. Maybe it was a Neapolitan. And you'd pull the, the lid off and then underneath the lid was like a little wooden spoon, which, I mean, you can't even call it a spoon because it was just a piece of wood that was like in the shape of a spoon. But there was no like bowl component to it. It was just, it was like that red plastic strip that you would get with the cheese and crackers. I mean, that's what it was like. So you've never gotten a spoon from anybody else. And I was like, let's stop giving away spoons. Stop it. Stop it. If it's costing us this kind of fucking money, let's fucking stop it. Uh, does anyone listen to me? No. Nope. Instead, they want to charge for these fucking spoons. And uh, they want to take away carts. The, the carts that we bolt to the bottom of these freezers. <coughs> Excuse me. And I just laugh about that. It's these people who don't fucking do my job making decisions about how I should do my job. And then I just, I laugh. Uh, the, the new boss that's been hired, he's never once been there when I get there in the morning. Never once. You know, I get there relatively early. I'm there by like six most mornings. Tomorrow, I don't need to be in work until 8. And I'll tell you this, he won't be there at 8. He won't be there. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's not there when I get back. I got back today at like 3. I left work at 3.30. Because I had to clean up some shit and whatever. So 3.30. And he wasn't fucking there. I, I don't know where the fuck the new guy works. I don't know what the fuck he does. Um, he's just making dumb decisions. He told us today, today was the first day that we found out we were charging for spoons. I'd have had no idea that we were charging for spoons. It's in our goddamn tablet. And the old man that I work with, apparently he went to give someone spoons. And uh, found out that he charged them 18 bucks for it. And he was like, what the fuck? And uh, so they sent an email. And again, that's the communication thing. The only people who need to know that we're doing this are the fucking drivers. Who didn't know about this? None of the fucking drivers. So the new boss sends out this uh, group text to the drivers. This long rambly text about it. And then he's like, please respond when you see it. So I respond to it. I'm like, I saw it. I wrote, sure, whatever. Doesn't need to get wordy. And then uh, Kylie, my coworker Kylie, she's like, yep, so saw it. Okay. And now 10 minutes later, it's like, hey, Stu and Carly, when are you going to chime in? And I, so I just screenshot the picture of us responding, and then I fucking sent that. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with your phone, sir. Because this was not the first time that he's done that, where he's like, oh, please respond. And then I respond. He's like, Stu, are you going to respond? I'm like, I did fucking respond. The fuck's wrong with your fucking phone, you motherfucker? Fuck. You fuck whatever it's all dumb it's all dumb Ugh. i had to stop at a at the post office today i sold something on macari i'm i sell shit on macari mostly sports shit but today i sold a dvd street fighter the jean-claude van damme classic that i've never seen i i owned it on dvd but i sold it and then i sold something to somebody in canada in Canada, I sold him a San Francisco 49er button, right? And so, uh, 
I go I I use um, I reuse mailers when I sell shit. Why? Well, I, I don't know. Reduce, reuse, recycle. And so when I go to the post office, I use the QR code for Macari, and then it prints off the label. And then every other time I've fucking done it, they print off the label, and then they put the label over the old label. It's not a fucking big deal. But today, the lady's like, oh, the label you got on there is too big. And I said, well, you take the new label, and you put it over the old label, and we're all fucking good to go. And she's like, I don't know if I can do that. And I said, we can do the old college try. And then she was getting really kind of huffy with me. And I said, let's just do it, lady. Let's just do it. So this dumb bitch, she's like, it can be really confusing. She put it on the other side of the package. So this package now has two labels. I'm like looking at her like, are you fucking dumb as fuck, lady? Are you, you're stupid, right? I messaged uh, listener Jason who sends me clips of the day because he's a postman. And I said, this lady was a dumb fucking coos because this is what she did. And he just kind of laughs because I think he understands that the clerks who work at the post office are dumb as fuck. And this woman was dumb as fuck. And so then I have the thing for the, can- the Canadian purchase. And I have that already labeled out and everything. And you got to fill out a form because, oh my God, it's fucking going to Canada. I gotta, it's got to go through customs or some shit. And so I filled out this whole form. And in the form, it said you're supposed to just fill in the gray part. Now, I fill in the gray part, and there's not a gray part for what there would I would assume would be their, uh, their zip code. They use six, uh, six uh, I can't say digits because some of them are letters. They have six components to it. It's like three and three. and But there wasn't a great part to it, so I was like, well, I'll let it out. I mean, it's there on the fucking package. I don't know. The lady's like, oh, this is where you're supposed to fill it out, but it wasn't great. And I'm just, at this point, I'm just tuning this lady out. I'm like, listen, lady. Listen, lady, I'm going to reach across this counter. I'm going to slap you. I'm going to slap you with my huge dick. <laughs> that will be the highlight of your day. Oh my God, today at work, I got fucking bitch slapped by this huge cock. (laughs) Fuck. I'm thinking I'm going to get in trouble because I'm going to start a ruckus at a federal building. I don't want to start a ruckus. So I'm just keeping my mouth closed. Now, it also cost me $17 to mail a button. Just a button to fucking Toronto area. I'm like, are you shitting me? It's like six hours away. I could, if I mailed this thing to LA, it would be cheaper. By like, it would be like a third of the cost. Fuck. So needless to say, everybody, that was not a good sale for me. Anytime anybody says, hey, will you mail this to Canada? The answer will now and forever will be go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself, you <laughs> you dumb fucking Canuck. Go fuck a moose. Go drink some fucking Molson Golden, you bitch. Ugh. There was a stop today, too, that I went to. I sold this guy a case. He's like, all right, we'll just take the one case. I'm like, all right, it's the, it's this. And he's like, when did the price go up? And I looked at him, and I honestly wanted to say, what are you talking about? The price went down. <laughs> but I didn't. I should have. I should have been a wise ass today. I just should have been. Uh, but I said, look, it's easily been over a year. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, sometimes I feel like these guys, they want to do a, a fast one on you. I'm like, no, man, no. How many come in a case? 24. What's the cost? This. And I told him, and then he's doing it on this fucking calculator while I'm right there. I'm not, I'm not lying to dude. You fucking weirdo. And then he wrote me a check. Or, sorry, he didn't write me a check. I wrote me a check because this guy doesn't know how to write a check. There are also several people at the post office today 
who had zero idea how to address a package. Now, I don't know what's being taught in schools anymore. I remember being taught at some point in my life, I don't know if it was the first grade, second grade, third grade, whatever, but I was taught how to fucking mail a package. And I will say this, even if you've never mailed a package in your life, you've probably received some mail. You've probably received some junk mail. And in the junk mail, your fucking address is in the middle and then the center's address is at the fucking top left corner. That's how it fucking works. So if nothing else, you realize like, oh fuck, their address goes here and my address goes there. Nope, people are dumb as shit. These are grown ass men that I saw fucking struggling with it. I'm like going, this is why America sucks. We don't know how to fucking mail mail anymore. We're dumb as shit. And it costs $17 to mail things to fucking Canada. Fuck that shit. Fuck it. Fuck it. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Ah. And I would, like I said, it was a weird day. Right off the bat, just shit ton shitty fucking drivers, right? I'm in a gas station and this lady just fucking totally gets in my way. And then once she gets in my way, proceeds to go nowhere. She just stopped. I don't know why she stopped. She stopped. And so I'm yelling at her. If anybody was fucking looking at me through the window and saw me, they'd be like, that guy's a fucking lunatic. He's yelling for no particular fucking reason. What the fuck's wrong with that guy? He's fucking going to have an aneurysm. So I parked the van. And again, I remind everybody, because my goddamn backup a camera's not working. I got to be very cognizant about where I park because I don't want to back up anywhere. So I back, I park a, a little bit of a distance and I come walking in and the lady's like, are you having a bad day? And I'm like, it's been kind of weird. And she's like, I saw you fucking yelling at that lady. And I'm like, yeah, I was. And she's like, yeah, cause she deserved it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. And she's like, this is the problem with the world today. Nobody's got any kind of consideration. Everybody's just in their own fucking world and they're not thinking about shit. And in my brain, I'm like going, lady, do you want to get married? Because <laughs> this lady was 100% correct. The, the gas station lady knew what the fuck she was talking about. People just aren't fucking paying attention. You need to understand that once you step outside your house, you're interacting with other people and you need to be aware of it. So whether it's like letting people in and out of traffic or you fucking turning your head slightly to fucking make sure traffic's not fucking coming. You're using your rear view mirror or whatever. Fuck. You're holding the door open for somebody. Right? You just you need to be fucking considerate of those around you. So it was weird that this lady was fucking agreeing with me. Because I'm like, you are the greatest of all time, lady. I appreciate it. Now you should quit your shit job. And I also should quit my shit job. We should go start a cult and we should get people to come in and we can, we can call our cult the considerate cult where all we do is we make sure that the, everybody around us is doing okay, right? And we give each other haircuts. <laughs> uh, that's all we do. But we charge an exorbitant amount of fee and uh, we become rivals of Scientologists, Right? We got a fucking blood feud with Scientology. But we don't do anything about it because we're considerate. So there we go. So uh, as I've been sitting here doing nothing all weekend, I, I watched a bunch of movies and shit. I talked about some stuff yesterday. Last night after the podcast, I watched a movie on Amazon Prime called The Passenger. Now, it was, it's a part of the Bloomhouse production. And Bloomhouse production does kind of like horror movies. And uh, it's horror movies I, I like, right? For the most part, I like Bloomhouse productions. So if I see something is, has been created by Bloomhouse, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm about it, right? Because there's usually like a weird twist or slant to it. Something that you weren't. Uh, you weren't sure was going to happen, so I'm all about it. So this movie, I'm not, I'm not going to give you any. Uh, uh, there's no spoilers because this is all shit 
from the synopsis, the overview of the movie. But it's about this guy at work, and something happens at his work. And then, I don't want to say he's held hostage, but he more or less is. And so he's in the car with the guy who uh, committed the crime. And uh, he's just, he's the passenger. And the premise seemed really good. <coughs> Excuse me, I gotta take a sip of my ginger ale. I've been trying to overdose on liquids. Trying to overdose on ginger ale and Sunny D. I bought a, a bottle of Sunny D this weekend. The D stands for dick. You got that sunny dick. Who needs some sunny D, ladies? Uh, but I'm watching the movie. And I'll tell you this, everybody. Don't bother. I was bummed. I think this has been the first Bloomhouse movie that I was like, I, I can't recommend this in any kind of way. Like, even ones that I was kind of like, eh, about. Like, this one, I was totally like, ah, oh, you guys stole, like, 90 minutes of my life. The fuck? And it, I mean, it was a good premise. It was a really good premise, and it just never, it never fucking uh, delivered. Didn't didn't deliver. So pass on that. I watched the latest episode of uh, True Detectives. I'm enjoying that on HBO. And then I don't know how I I wasn't aware of this, or maybe I was, and I just didn't care. But they're making a big deal about how this is the last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, the Larry David show. Now, I have never seen an episode of it, and I know people really love it a whole lot, and I guess I wasn't aware that it was on HBO Max. I suppose I should have been, since I, I have HBO Max. I don't mean to brag, everybody, but I got, I got Max. I don't mean to brag. So I was like, all right, well, let's see what this is about. And it's, uh, it's just a, it's a sitcom. It's only like a half hour. It's, it, it is on HBO, so there's adult content which i'm already cool with right i prefer everything to have adult content but uh right off the bat larry david is married to cheryl hines and i'm like what the fuck how is this happening how is this dumb goofy looking dude married to this hot piece of ace <laughs> right now i will i do understand that not everybody will uh, will agree with me and say that Cheryl Hines is an attractive woman, and a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, you know, sometimes people look uh, beyond the the physical appearance of somebody else." And I, I'll tell you to go fuck yourself. I wish it worked that way. It doesn't work that way, everybody. Right? It doesn't work that way. If you see somebody. With somebody else who's like clearly like they're out of their league. And it's usually like a hotter woman with an uglier dude. It's because that dude is fucking rich as fuck. That's what it is. That dude's rich as fuck. Or uh, she's like from the Ukraine and married this guy for citizenship or some shit like that. That's what it is. So, But uh, I watched the first episode and I was just kind of like meh. Now, it came out in 2000. There's only been 12 seasons, so clearly they're not pumping them out every year. But I was like, God. And when I'm watching it, it just like, it seems so old. And it, But it came out in 2000. It's not that old. But I guess it's t like 24 years old. Shit. Fuck. Weird. <coughs> All right. Uh, 34 minutes in, haven't said shit. All right, good good for you, Stu. Good for you. All right, I saw an article here, and right off the bat, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm intrigued by this. The article says, uh, what should a dad smell like? <laughs> what should a dad smell like? I was like, oh my God, what should a dad smell like? I don't I don't know. Like, how do you... Uh, my father passed away. My dad's been gone since 2000. Uh, the same year Curb Your Enthusiasm came around. I think I think that's when dad... Dad died Thanksgiving of 2000, I think is what it was. Yeah. Um, 
my dad, how I remember my dad smelling. Uh, my dad would wear a Old Spice aftershave. That's how I remember it. You like the the bottle of your old people. Like, uh, he had a, a ceramic excuse me, he, the ceramic bottle of Old Spice and it had like a little gray plug on top of it. Do you guys remember that? I don't know if they still sell that or not. If they do, it's probably not in that kind of container anymore. But I remember that's what my dad, he would slap that on in the morning, I guess, and then he would just smell like that all day. Now, I actually have a bottle of it. <laughs> that was my dad's. It's in my, uh, in my upstairs bathroom. I'm going to assume it all evaporated. Like I said, it's been like 23 years or so. I'm, I'm going to assume it's gone. But I have a bottle of it. So that's how I remember my dad. Now, I don't know. Maybe you guys remember your dad is like, uh, uh, maybe he had the Old Spice. Maybe he had the old uh, old English leather. I think my dad wore that for a while. Um, maybe your dad smelled more like uh, sweaty. Smelled like dirt. Whatever. I mean, what is, what is your dad? What did your dad smell like? I don't know. Maybe your dad was more of an office indoor guy. Did you, did your dad wear a cologne? Did he wear something to turn your mom on? Did he? I'm not sure. So let me see here. So this guy's just, this guy's talking about his old, his own experience. Um, and he was like, uh, trying to figure out what, uh, what dad should, should smell like. So this guy's talking to this guy, Kevin Keller, who runs a company called Fulton and Rourke. And this guy Keller, he's, uh, trying, he doesn't want to make a cologne. He wants to call it a fragrance. And I'm like, no, oh, Jesus, the, it's the pussification of America. A man can no longer wear cologne. He's got to wear a fragrance. That's what grandma wears, a fragrance. Anyway, this guy, Kevin Keller, goes, the word cologne is kind of a charged word. A lot of guys just shut down. They hear that and they think of the guy they knew, often a dad, their dad or not, who wore way too much of it. The most important thing is that a fragrance makes you feel comfortable. Now, again, I'll say this. I felt comfortable around my dad who wore fucking uh, uh, Old Spice. So what the fuck? Why? Why do we got to be worried about fucking a word like fragrance? <sighs> so this guy is going through smells from uh, Fulton and Rourke. He said a lot of it smelled like a forest. Saw their smell, uh, Sterling. It, he said it smelled like an English gentleman with its notes of leather, tobacco, and <coughs> bergamot. What the fuck is bergamot? I don't think I want any fucking notes of bergamot. It's probably not even how you're supposed to say it. It's probably bergamo. Bergamo. This is this guy found other concoctions. Voodoo, a mysterious concoction that set his brain inexplicably aglow. Oh my God, Jesus. I want to know how old this guy is that's doing this fucking report. So he's just going through this, this fucking journey of smells. Let me see. And then this guy, he, this is how he ends it. Smelling good, I felt good. And feeling good, I was more patient, upbeat, charming, debonair even. More confident, less prone to snap or to fasten my self-worth to the roller coaster car that is a tween's treatment of his parent. All this from an atomizer. So whether my kids remember my son or not, hopefully they'll remember me on a passing breeze or a gust of air conditioning as a man of many scents, a happy man indeed. Fuck this guy. All right, this guy, the guy who wrote this, his name was Joshua David Stein. He sounds like a fucking loser. And he wrote it for a uh, quarterly called Fatherly. All right, I'm going to fucking click on this dude's link. 
Joshua David Stein is a Brooklyn-based author and journalist. He was Lee's editor-at-large, a restaurant critic for the New York Observer, and has been a food columnist for the Village Voice. He's also the author of many children's books, including Brick, who found herself in architecture. What's cooking? Can I eat that? <laughs> the Ball Book and Cooking for Your Kids. Yeah, this guy sounds like a dick. This guy sounds exactly what I don't want to be like. I don't want to be a brick who found herself in architecture. Ugh. Tell me what you, if you're a dude, tell me what you smell like. Tell me what your dad smelled like. If you're a woman, tell me what your dad smelled like. Tell me what you want the father of your children to smell like. I don't want it to be fucking a fragrance that you smell on a gust of air conditioning or whatever the fuck this dude said i want it to be a scent that you fucking remember forever i remember my fucking old spice i'll remember that shit forever <laughs> fuck this guy joshua david stein he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about all right um a bear woke up because it's so goddamn hot up in Garland. The Garland Zoo in Nagawamiwi or whatever the fuck up in the UP. I actually del delivered Dippin' Dots there. Been up there. It's awake. There was a whole shit ton of heroin. 370 gallons of heroin that was seized. Uh, Football is becoming unaffordable to watch in person. And that's true. I'll tell you that. I would love when I saw I saw the Bills play the Bears preseason game, and that was kind of a good for me to go. I'd never been to Chicago. I'd never been to Soldier Stadium to see a game, and it was a good time to see a preseason game. The Bears weren't very good, so we got tickets relatively cheap. But it still was like fucking Christ, man! Preseason game. Yeah, I can't imagine being uh, a uh, uh, an adult with children and then wanting to take them to games i'm like fuck it's a lot an adult film star got tossed out of a comedy show lisa ann she's an old porno star she was at a matt rife show she should have been arrested just for going to a matt rife show but she got tossed because apparently she was using her phone and then she was being disruptive and like all fucking bitches who said they were just enjoying themselves laughing trust me everybody they weren't uh, as a guy who was a host at a, at a comedy club for like 10 years, I'll tell you, whenever I saw someone get tossed, they deserved to get tossed. They were being annoying and loud and distracting, and they were dumb as shit. And uh, Lisa Ann, I don't care that you got nice fucking titties. Fuck you. You deserve to be tossed. I wasn't even there, and I'm going to disagree with you. Uh, this guy who was a... Popular pickleball clothing brand CEO. <laughs> Imagine that. That's not a job I ever would have thought existed. But apparently he's a piece of shit and he stole money from investors. Imagine that. But I'm going to end on this because the Super Bowl is less than a week away. Uh, and everybody's talking about Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. I don't really give a shit. Uh, I don't care about taylor swift right i'm not a swifty whatever if you like taylor swift great that's awesome uh i just don't like the fact that she keeps getting brought up all the time now i know they're like uh oh she was only on tv for 24 seconds or whatever i'm like well that's 24 seconds more than like you and i were on or anybody else was on like was is there any other fucking person that was at that game that they were continuously and constantly referencing and or showing. And the answer to that is no, no, it's always on her. Now, I'm completely aware of why they do it, right? Taylor is attracting a new crowd, a new audience to football that probably wasn't watching it before. And so these young ladies who've never watched a football game maybe are becoming uh, fans of the game itself. I'm going to say probably not a ton, but hey, maybe maybe it's out there. Whatever. I'm just tired of it, right? And if it wasn't Taylor Swift, uh, name, name somebody else 
Name it, I don't know, another female uh, singer, Katy Perry. If it was Katy Perry, retire Katy Perry. If it was a, uh, an actress, uh, like fuck Josh Allen, apparently he's dating an actress. They never fucking showed her. I never heard about her. Whatever. But apparently, uh, Christian McCaffrey, running back for the San Francisco, San Francisco 49ers, uh, his mom is boycotting Taylor Swift. Lisa McCaffrey. That's pretty funny. She says she is boycotting pop icon Taylor Swift until after the game. <laughs> she recently discussed the upcoming NFL game on her, on her Your Mom podcast. Oh, my God. Another, there's too many podcasts. When a football star's mother has a podcast, do you know Lisa McCaffrey? I don't know Lisa McCaffrey. Is there a reason you should know her other than being uh, Christian McCaffrey's mom? I don't know. Lisa is saying that they are refusing to listen to any Taylor Swift songs this week. I refuse to listen to Taylor Swift songs for the next couple of days. I love her. I love the relationship. But we are boycotting any T-Swift songs. She's dead to us this week. Wow, those are some fighting words right there. She's dead to us this week. That's fucking great. I love it. The latest news comes after Lisa blamed Taylor Swift's effect on the sport for the current Super Bowl prices. Long story short, they're outrageously expensive. I don't know if it's the Taylor Swift factor. I don't know if it's the first time in Vegas factor. There's just so much going on. I'll tell you this. It wasn't like fucking Super Bowl tickets were cheap last year. Super Bowl tickets just aren't fucking cheap. I'm not blaming it on Taylor Swift. I'm just blaming it on the fact that it's not becoming a game for the people anymore. It's becoming the game for fucking... Uh, the higher ups and that kind of suck. They keep talking about like all these stadiums, like uh, Buffalo. I'm a fan of Buffalo bills. They're building a new stadium, uh, Highmark stadium. They're going to build it right next to Highmark. Highmark stadium. I believe sits like 70,000, something like that's between 70 and 80. And I think the new stadium is only going to sit like 60. You know what seats they're getting rid of? They're not getting rid of suites. They're not getting rid of expensive seats. They're getting rid of the cheapy seats. So is, is that going to leave more space for a fucking schlub like me to get a ticket? Fucking no. So I'm going to have to end up going to like preseason games or fucking murdering a motherfucker and getting tickets that way. Does it suck? Absolutely. But what are you going to do? Uh, when it comes to the game itself, uh, I haven't officially made my picks for High Stakes Stewie. High Stakes Stewie got them fucking both wrong for the championship games. I think right now I am uh, set seven and five, I think, for the playoffs because I was seven and three. Now I'm seven and five. Um, but right now, I don't know what the spread is. I believe the Chiefs are the underdogs currently. I'm, I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I pick the Chiefs regardless. I just don't see the Niners beating the Chiefs. I would like to see the Niners beat them, but I just don't see that happening. So I'm not even sure I'm going to watch the game, to be honest. I don't even know. All right, that's it. I got to go overdose on more ginger ale. I got to take my meds. I got to use my uh, vaporizer using the neti pot. I will recommend to all of you 100%. This is not an ad to buy a neti pot. Go to whatever pharmacy is near you, whatever Walgreens, Rite Aid, CBS, whatever, Meyer, whatever. I'm sure they will sell a natty pot <coughs> and buy some distilled water. You got to use distilled water. Um, it's been great. I really encourage you to use it. It's uh, cheap and simple. But uh, that's it. I'm done. If you guys can like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, that'd be great. That's where you will hear clips of the day. Sent in by listener Jason. He's an Eagles fan. He's probably not watching the game either. Uh, he's, he finds something funny in the podcast. He sends it to me and then I post it. So please do that. Elemental podcast, Facebook, Twitter, please check out my T public store. Check out my Macari store. That's where I got shit for sale. If you can't find either of those links, let me know. And uh, I'll send you the links. Uh, if you live in Canada, go fuck yourself. I'm not mailing anything to you. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe on the freebie. And then please consider subscribing to the Patreon. The Patreon is just a paywall. Five bucks a month gives you way more podcasting. Um, freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. I try to podcast all the other days. So if you could do that, that'd be great. 
Uh, I'll be getting up to episode 1000 in April, and uh, I'll be doing a live show. So just so you guys know, something to keep a hold of, keep track of. So, uh, And then do the seven things. Uh, if you go to Facebook, a lot of you are on Facebook, go check out the Sunday Slaw. That's Adam and Stephanie House. They eat a lot of coleslaw. They want to tell you about coleslaw. So you should go uh, watch their Facebook Live videos of themselves eating coleslaw. Please do that, the Sunday Slaw. And then when they're not doing that, they do a podcast. Every Tuesday, they drop a new episode called the Forced Entry Podcast. You can find it over on Spotify. They talk about uh, their family, parenting, uh, kids, jobs, all very relatable stuff. Please go give that a listen as well, the Forced Entry Podcast. Check out West Michigan Trading Cards and Sports Memorabilia. If you're into sports cards, uh, jerseys, footballs, hats, whatever, it's a good place to go to buy, sell, trade, show off, whatever. You don't need to live in West Michigan. You just need to answer the four questions. Once you answer the four questions, you're in. So it's because we're a group and not a page. So please do that. Check out Extra Levels Gaming. It is a video game store in Holt, Michigan. Uh, if you're a gamer or if you know a gamer, I'm sure you're one or both. Uh, go check them out. You know, whatever system you have, I'm sure they got a game for you. Support the small guy. So go help them out. Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook. And then check out Magic JBM, my buddy John Midgley. He is a magician, an artist, a social worker, a father, a brother, a mother, an all-around good fella. Uh, go check him out for all your magic needs. Magic JBM. Did I call him a mother? He's a mother. He's a mother, all right. He knows he's a mother. Uh, go over to Instagram, check out Bear Boards and Tables. That's Bear Like a Grizzly, Bear Boards and Tables. Uh, Mark makes a lot of cool things out of wood. And then he's got a store for it on Macari, so there's a link to it on his Instagram page. Go see what he's got for sale. If you don't see anything you like, let him know what you do want, and he can probably make it for you. The dude's got a lot of talent. Uh, test him. Test him and see what he can do. So again, that's Bear Like a Grizzly, Bear Boards and Tables, Buy Something from Mark. And then last but not least, my buddy Matt Harper. He's got a page on TikTok and Instagram. That's uh, Matt Harper Art. Currently, he's not selling anything. The only thing that he's got for sale, he's got a show at Laugh Fest in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Laugh Fest is a comedy festival the first weekend of March. I think it's the first weekend of March. Uh, he's got a show called Karajoki. It'll be over at the Creston Brewery. Uh, tickets are 15 bucks, and I can never fucking remember the date. But if you go to laughsgr.org, you can uh, type in Karajoki, K-A-R-A-J-O-K-E-E, I think. Yeah. If you look for Creston Brewery, you'll find it. You'll find it, everybody. Trust me, you'll find it. They're only doing one weekend, this uh, Thursday through Sunday this year. So go check it out. <laughs> you'll find it, 15 bucks. definitely very affordable. And all the money goes towards Gilda's Club of Grand Rapids, uh, helping people deal with uh, grief and support concerning cancer. So do all of those things for me if you could. Otherwise, uh, I'm done. I will see you guys tomorrow for the Patreon, or I will see you guys on Thursday, hopefully, if I'm not dead, Thursday for the next freebie. You guys are great. I love you. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you. Okay, bye.